Welcome to Talking Dudes, Season 3, Episode 35. It's a lot of episodes. We're a lot of episodes into the season. But granted, it has been quite some time since we recorded an episode. I'm not sure exactly how long, but several months. Yeah, it's just been a little hiatus. Yeah. (laughs) So have you had a good hiatus? I would assume so. I, I don't know when the, the, the quote unquote hiatus started at this point. So I guess it's been good. <laughs> well, last one came out in September. Holy guacamole. Yeah, it's March it's now. March. So six months. Yeah. There's six months been. Yeah, it's it's been a good, good six months. <laughs> wow. I did not realize it had been that long. Yeah. Yeah, good six months for me. I I just got a new job. Congrats, congrats. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know if I could do it, but I got a job as an iOS developer, even though I just barely, it seems like, started learning how to do that. Well, I mean, a weekend. Have you done any actual work or just? No, not yet. Yeah, setting up your dev environment and all that kind of good stuff. Although this... It seems like this has been the easiest dev environment setup I've ever had because, you know, with iOS development, it's like install Xcode. You're good to go. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. Except I, I couldn't install Xcode. I couldn't install the latest version of Xcode until I updated to the latest OS, Mac OS. And I couldn't do that. And it turns out that IT had it blocked. Oh, (laughs) it was having trouble downloading, but it finally downloaded. I downloaded through the command line instead of the app store. But then when I try to run the, it's like an app that's called install Mac OS Monterey. When I try to run that app, it would show up in the dock and disappear. (laughs) It would show up in the dock and disappear every time I try to run it. And, And basically they were blocking that app from running. Uh, and there was no like notification that it was blocking it? No. <laughs> so did you finally just get desperate and contact IT and that's whenever you learned what was yeah. going on? Yeah. They, well, someone else did because another iOS dev started at the same same day as me. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, so that's really cool to have someone else going He's also this, new. the same thing as me. He's way more experienced at iOS than me, but he's new at the company. And yeah. Yeah, and I had to have the latest version of Xcode to be able to install on my on my test phone. So they gotcha. gave me they gave me an iPhone 13 just for for testing. Uh-huh. And you know, technically I can do whatever I want to with this phone, but I'm just I'm only going to use it for testing. I, yeah. I was tempted there for a while to just use it as my primary phone. I put my SIM card in for a little bit and then I was like, "No, I'm not going to." I mean, the reality is, is like you're probably going to have to wipe that phone and then it's going to be a whole hassle at some point. So that, that's possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I, but I, I told myself if if and when I got a job as an iOS developer, I would treat myself by buying the latest iPhone every year. Oh, OK. Very cool. So even though, you know, we're like mid cycle, I'm getting the iPhone 13 Pro Max well, there's a lot of weird rumors about this next cycle of iPhones. Oh, uh, I don't even know about One that. of the rumors is is that unless you get the Pro Edition, you're not even getting a new chip, is one oh. of the rumors. Interesting. Um, they, they always update the chip. Yeah, I know. It, w- it would be a first, but 
I mean, who knows whether or not that's actually true, right? It's it's all rumors, so it could I mean, be true. It's, it's possible that the current chip is so fast they don't really need a faster one. Yeah, that's essentially what some of the the people were saying was was like there's really there would really be no benefit other than a decent increase in battery life would be the oh, okay. only thing you know because it would be more efficient. Well, it'd be but, really wild as if they put an M1 chip in the phone. <laughs> you never know. You never know with Apple. I mean, there's two iPads now that have the M1 chip. Yep. They, like the last week or the week before, they just put it in the iPad Air. Who knows? I mean, I'm sure they want to move to a single architecture eventually so that, you know, probably easier to deal with compatibility challenges of code yeah, and I don't stuff. Even, I don't even know. I think they're basically the same architecture. Oh, okay. I don't know then. Because the, the M1 is based off of the A-series chips. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. Uh, so you really don't have anything to report yet about your new job other than you have it pretty much. Yeah, I, I have <laughs> it. Yeah, there's, there's iOS and Android developers at this company and... The app is really the main product. There's not really a web version of it. It's it's a company that basically just makes an app. And okay. It's, it's kind of a smart home type device that they make. And so oh, cool. and the, the app is the main way to interface with it or the only way to interface with the device. So, yeah. so it's pretty, pretty exciting. I like smart home stuff. As, as long as they have their privacy stuff nailed down that's that's always the concern with that kind of thing so yeah that's cool though that's very cool uh, yeah so did you get are you did you go in as a real employee or did you get a contract just a real full-time employee wow see companies are getting desperate now it used to be like you couldn't get your foot in the door hardly without it being a contract and now i haven't, I haven't experienced that oh really okay and in, in austin that's like every job practically is contract to hire. Like um, they want like a, a contract of a certain period of time to evaluate you. Which doesn't really make sense to me because Texas and Utah are both at will states anyway. Yeah. They could just hire you full time and fire you anytime. I don't know why they need to do a contract first, unless it makes the finances easier. It, it does from a, like they don't have to pay you benefits. They don't have to be worried about, you know, all those sorts of things they can let, you know, whatever company hired you deal with that. So, mm, okay, sure. It makes sense. A little, little less paperwork on their end, especially depending on the company and like what their security, you know, stuff is. So I kind of get it. I, I did that with my most recent, my current job. I started as a contractor, so I felt the pain of that. <laughs> Are you no longer a contractor? Yeah, I'm no longer a contractor. I'm a Congrats. real employee. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I guess that's probably happened since we last spoke. I think I can't remember for sure. I think it was September. Maybe it was earlier. I don't know. So, yep. But oh, I know. I know something that happened since last time. Oh, what's that? So this the first thing I'm about to tell you might have happened. So we came back from a camping trip and our cat died. I don't think I knew the cat died. I thought the cat I thought. The cat was okay last time we talked. Like it had some issue. Well, okay. But then it was okay. Yeah, this is this, that's a different thing. Oh, okay. So our cat died. She was pretty old, but we didn't 
really expect it. And okay. Of course, my son was pretty heartbroken. And normally, normally we wait a little while before we get more, before we get another cat. But we decided it would be best if we just go ahead and get, go ahead and get a kitten or two. So we, we went ahead and got two kittens because we found, we found two that we liked that were like, they were like buddies. You know, they, they came together at the same time from the feral colony and they, they were in a foster home together. And it, and naming them would be perfect because one has like black long hair with green eyes. So we could name it Harry Potter. And the other one was red hair. So we can name it Ron Weasley okay. because we name all of our cats after Harry Potter characters. <sighs> and nice. then right before Christmas, one Harry Potter almost died. Like legit, just almost died. We thought, we thought he was going to die. Like he looked, he looked awful. He's, he just stopped eating. And when it got really bad, we, we didn't know if he'd make it through the night. And then we took him to the, the med, med vet the next day. And like normally we don't spend a lot of money on pets. It's just kind of like, well, okay, it's a pet. It's fine. But after my son was heartbroken for the cat and we replaced it, we didn't want that one to die too. And especially right before Christmas. So we were just like, all right, we're just going to spend as much money as it takes to try to make sure this cat doesn't die. And you know, like one, one thing I thought about was we, we adopted my son from the foster care system. So that was like free, you know, we could have spent tons of money adopting. Right. But we, but we didn't. So, I mean, this is just like, it's just something we're doing for him, you know? So, so, so the first thing that happened was he took, we took the cat to the vet and they said, oh yeah, the cat has this incurable disease called FIP, feline something, something. It's, it's basically like a mutated coronavirus. Oh no. Not, not COVID-19, but a coronavirus, right? Right. And every Every cat basically has coronavirus, but very few of them have it like mutate and cause FIP. But the thankfully the vet said something like, well, you might, there's no medicine for it available, but you might be able to get some off market somehow, like on the black market. If you ask around. That sounds sketch. That sounds crazy sketchy. Okay. So we're like, okay. And you know, we pretty much thought, okay, well, he's going to die. <laughs> yeah. And Rebecca reached out to the people, the people that we got him from, the, the people who have the, the foster, who foster cats. And, you know, it's not like a state run thing. It's not like a big, it's just a volunteer run organization that rescues cats and right. gives them out to people. And they said, oh, yeah. We know what F about FIP. We know how to treat it. We can get you the medicine. Oh, okay. So you got some sketchy drugs from the, yeah, the so, cat rescuers. Okay. So they sent us all the, all this documentation and videos about how to administer it. And you had to, it was a um, syringe syringe. Yeah. And we had to do it twice a day, even when he was, when he was in the med vet 
Now, like the MedVet, they knew we were doing this, but they kind of like had to turn the other way. Pretended that you weren't doing it. Yeah. And uh, because they knew he had FIP and it's supposed to be incurable, but we're like, yeah, we have to give him medicine at this time and this time. And it has to be, you know, within an hour of that, you know, every, every single time you can't get off. And it's really weird. You have to, you have to like pull up their skin to create like a tent and, and then inject it that way because it's supposed to get into a certain layer of the skin. You don't want to get it too deep or too shallow. Okay. And uh, I don't know, after a while he wasn't actually reacting too well to the, the needle and it was like really hard to, to give it to him. And then we found out they've got a pill. So we just switched over to the pill and it was way easier. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just start with the, with the pill? I don't there was know. a pill. <laughs> I know. And you would think, Oh, giving a cat a pill, that's not going to be very easy either. But I got really good at it. Like really, really good. You, you, you became the cat whisperer. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we discovered these treats that our cats go nuts over. And so, I mean, we, I just got in a routine where after breakfast, he would, if he saw me getting the medicine out, he'd be like, oh, 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 and it'd come over to me because he knew it'd be getting a treat right after. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But yeah, in the, in the med vent, he was like on oxygen and it was, it was really bad. He lost a ton of weight and who wasn't big, big to begin with. And then we took him home and then he got worse and we had to, he had to go back again and get, get on oxygen again. And he was Oof. taking, he was taking a bunch of medicines, but he was taking some they prescribed and then the other one for FIP. And we had to give FIP for 40 days and he's all good now. We just have to do, we just have to do blood work like every four weeks to make sure it's still good. We got to like feed him ice cream to regain weight or something too. <laughs> Oh, there for a while, we had to force feed him. Oh, man. That's how bad it was. He would not eat. And we tried to get like, I don't, we, we mix up different concoctions of wet food. And some of them were like high calorie cat food. Wow. And uh, well, we also bought a baby, a baby scale so that we could keep track of his weight and make sure he was gaining and then once he got up to a certain weight, we had to give him extra medicine. But he's he's got his weight back up now, and I mean he's almost he's catching up to the other cat as well. No, well, that's good then. That's good. Yeah. You I mean, can just refer to him as the boy who lived. We just exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we we say that all the time. And when he was still going through all this, we're like, you can't die, Harry. You're the boy who lived. You're the boy who lived. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, cool. And before, before all this, too, because he has green eyes, Rebecca would always say, you know, he has green eyes, just like his mother. There you go. Well, cool. Cool. What's this a new Ranger Stadium? Did we? I can't remember if we actually talked about this or not. Those those I items. I don't Did we not? Remember. Okay. Well, oh, yeah, the Rangers have a new stadium. It's not that new at this point. It it was last season, I guess, was its first season. Okay. And it's like, literally, you can see the old stadium from the new stadium and Cowboy Stadium. Like, they're yeah, all, 
like within probably a half mile of each other. Really, really, really close. But the new stadium is it seats like quite a few less people, like 10,000 less people or something. Interesting. But the new stadium is fully indoors. So it has a retractable roof too. So that way there's no rain delay, right? Like (laughs) they think it's going to rain. They close it up. It's all air conditioned, heated, whatever they need. So it's a very different baseball experience than like the Ranger Stadium that I grew up with. And did you you go to it? Yeah, I went to it uh, last summer, I guess. I think. And I will say like, so like what I feel like the old stadium had a lot of character. Yeah. Like they had a lot of like they had like, for instance, like they had a lot of foods named after players, both current and past players. They had like, you know, like the lawn, for instance, that was in center field, like where you could people could hit home runs there. Like was that was a thing. And so I feel like there was a lot of like, it wasn't a perfect stadium by any stretch of the imagination, but it had some character to it. Like Mm. it didn't feel, whereas this new stadium feels kind of lifeless. (laughs) Like everything just feels really generic. All, All of the like food places are named like the most generic thing you can think of. Like, like I, I don't even know, like burger express or something like like there, it's just it's just like completely as generic as they could possibly make it and we so like we you know it was our first time in the stadium so like we just wanted to kind of walk around and explore it and everything and we literally at one point got griped at for standing somewhere and we're like wait a minute you're just you're you're upset at me because i'm standing here just like trying to like look around like (laughs) and so it was really funny because my brother you know who has probably been to hundreds at this point of ranger games like he was nice about it but he just like told the lady he's like listen like I've been a Ranger fan my whole life, been coming to games forever. And he's like, you're kind of ruining the experience. Like, I get that there's like, quote unquote, safety protocol or or whatever. I don't really know why you're doing this. But like, there's also like just a positive experience for people and kind of not really delivering on that here. Where exactly were you standing that that was... Like we were just standing behind some seats, just kind of like trying to get like, oh, let's like, let's see, let's see what the view is from this angle kind of thing. I guess not. And she was like, yeah, she's like, I I get it. But like, this is what I've been instructed to do is is to be the fun police. And there's like certain parts of the stadium that you can't even go into, like, like the lower levels of the stadium you can't go into. And there's supposedly like some better food that's down there. And so there's kind of like this like elitist thing that goes on there too. That's like, oh, you didn't pay enough for your ticket. You can't get the best food we have. And so it's kind of, I don't know. I got to say, I think if I could go back and I could have the old Ranger Stadium as it was, no no air conditioning. I I don't know. I might prefer it. It just, I don't know. So the, what's the, the, the architecture like? Is it nice or? Oh, I mean, it's nice. I kind of wish they hadn't. So they, they removed, I, I, I was really bummed. They removed that really cool outfield, like, you know, where there was the lawn 
that home runs could get in, hit into that yeah. doesn't exist anymore. And in fact, they removed probably like 20 to 30%, I would say, of the seating in the outfield. There's just not a lot of outfield seating anymore. So, I mean, there's parts about it that are cool. Like, they have these giant stadium, giant jerseys that are like of like previous players that are, you know, well known. So they have some stuff like that. That's like, you know, it's a cool touch. There's like a bar kind of feeling area where they have like foosball and like, maybe like horseshoes or something. And they built like a concert venue, like right next to it. So, I mean, there's certain things that are kind of cool, but yeah, there's, it definitely lacks. Like I said, I feel like maybe what it is, is like the old Ranger stadium, like over time developed that kind of character and personality. Yeah. And they just kind of started with a more of a skeleton than anything. So maybe maybe as time goes on, they'll put some skin on the bones. I don't know. Could be. Yeah. What are they going to do with the old stadium? So they're using it for like, I think like minor league soccer and like XFL and like stuff like that. I think it's just being used for like random. Seems like it's the wrong shape for those sports. Well, I mean, the outfield, right? Like you just take the outfield, basically. I mean, so a long time ago. Like the, I think it was like the LA Dodgers or maybe it was Oakland. Maybe it was the Oakland Raiders and the Oakland Athletics shared the same space to play in at one point. And basically they just used the outfield only for the, for football. Okay. It seems like a lot of the stands would be really far away. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, that's definitely true. I, I think maybe there's a way to like reorient the, the seats or something for whenever you're in that layout i don't i don't know for sure i've never been to a stadium where they were doing it but i i think there's some some hacks for how to how to make it happen but not only that even even if you just did the outfield at the old ranger stadium it probably has ample seating for like minor league soccer and or xfl because it's so sparsely attended yeah so where's the nearest professional soccer in texas Austin. <laughs> Austin. Okay. I thought there might be one in Austin. I never knew. Yeah. There there's a brand new one a that just new. like within the last year or two. Okay. Started. There is one in Dallas too, I believe. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know too much about soccer. So I yeah. I've been to one Real Salt Lake game. Okay. I didn't know Salt Lake had a soccer team either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've got quote unquote major league soccer. I don't know what you call it. And, yeah, that's uh, what we have. It's major league, and and an NBA team, and then a minor league baseball team, and oh, also cool. a minor league hockey team. Do you know which baseball team your minor league team is associated it's, with? Oh yeah, I don't know which one it's associated with. I could see real quick. It's it's the Salt Lake Bees. Salt Lake Bees. What is with places and wanting to be bees? It's the school we grew up in. Yellow Jackets and bees were their mascots. Yeah. I don't get that. <laughs> Okay. It feels it very common in Texas. Minor league baseball team of the Pacific Coast. Oh, triple A affiliate of the Los Angeles Angels. Oh, Angels. Okay. The Angels specific. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Huh. All right. Cool. <laughs> Reminds me, my son was watching this game, watching this movie yesterday that I'd completely forgotten about called, I just, I just forgot the name of it, but it's about a kid He's like a twelve-year-old kid who who's a becomes a pitcher in the major leagues. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Rookie, right? There's two. There's two different movies called The Rookie. There's the Dennis Quaid one yeah. and that one. Yeah, yeah. Because I showed him The Rookie with Dennis yeah. Quaid. The Dennis Quaid Rookie. And, I almost and there's that other one. It's called The Rookie, but no, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's also called The Rookie. Yes. I don't know why they decided to name both movies the same, but it's a good name. If you're yeah, interested. I guess so. It's fine. I think my son was saying in, in this movie too, the kid could only do fastballs and that's the whole thing with the, the rookie with Dennis Quaid too. He could just throw a really fast pitch. Yep. That's all you need. Hey, remember that time Michael Jackson played baseball? Michael Jordan. <laughs> I, was, I was testing you. <laughs> yes, I, I do recall whenever Michael Jordan played baseball. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just showed my son the original Space Jam a while back. I remember one of the BSM directors that was there whenever we were in college and I was over at his house one day and his kids were, watch, or were watching some, I think they were watching Space Jam. And he's like, he goes, yeah, to my kids, Michael Jordan is just the guy in Space Jam. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, <laughs> that's kind of crazy to think about. And that's their frame of reference for Michael Jordan. Space Jam. Yeah, that's that's where he was. That's what I know him from. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, there's a massive storm going on. So hopefully that's not too loud in the recording. But <laughs> Oh, okay. It is still cold here. I'm ready for spring. Oh, nice. Well, I hope I'm sure it'll roll around pretty soon. I yeah, would think. I mean, I never know when I go outside if I'm going to need my jacket or not. So I just always take it. Yeah. And like a lot of times I think, oh, I'm not going to need a jacket and then I'm freezing or I'm definitely going to need a jacket and then I'm hot. It's just, man, you never know. Yeah. So this is a weird tangent, but. So I was thinking about it because I, I looked at your your hoodie that you're wearing. So my company did this interesting thing for Christmas and they gave us all like money to spend in a company store for like branded apparel. Okay. And one of the things that I opted for was like a hoodie, but it's like fleece lined, but not like thick fleece, like thin fleece if that makes sense like it's it's not it's not like if it was carpet you'd say it's like low whatever you call it like low mat i think or something like where it's it's not very tall it's it's shorter whatever and i gotta say that thing feels awesome like (laughs) like it's just so soft you just wear it and you're like oh cozy that's cool (laughs) the best that's cool it's the best yeah i got some some cash at my last company to spend in their branded store as well and i got socks were they were they exceptional socks or were they just socks they were stance brand so they're good socks i'm not familiar with stance 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 makes good socks you can get a sock subscription and they'll just send you socks every month oh okay good to know (laughs) so stance is a brand where if you're wearing stance socks, you want other people to know that you're wearing stance socks. So oh. they have the logo like up high enough that with, like when you cross your legs, you'll see it. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So it's like a, it's like the Nike swoosh used to be like yeah, you wanted like everyone a, to see your Nike swoosh. It's like a, a lifestyle brand, you know? Gotcha. They're selling, they're not selling socks. They're selling a lifestyle. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Do you remember whenever Under Armour was like just the like shirts? That was like the only thing they did was those shirts. Yeah, yeah. And now then they do like everything. Like they make 
anything, any sort of clothing you can imagine they make. They'll slap their logo on anything. Water bottle? Sure. Sure. Under Armour. Under Armour water bottle. <laughs> now that you say that, I, I didn't remember that they used to only make the undershirts. Yeah, that was that was now where that they got big. That, the, the name of the brand makes more sense. Yeah, <laughs> like it, like they were pretty much the people who invented that, like the like spandex, like super wicking stuff like that was all them. It, uh, it took me a long time to realize that their logo is a U and an A. I don't guess I even specifically remember what their logo looks like, okay, but I'll, look I'll it, take look it on it. <laughs> I'll I Google it, it real quick. I need to see this. Under Armour. Let's see. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is like a you and I, I never would have necessarily picked that up without you pointing yeah. that out. So it's like a U and an upside down U and they cross in the middle. And so where they cross in the middle, that forms the A. Okay. Yeah. It kind of looks like a weird H. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. One day I was just like, wait a second. That's a U and an Hey, Under Armour. I get it. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So another thing that happened recently is, you know how I was renting the upstairs uh-huh. long, long term to a, right. a couple of college guys who were renting it out on Airbnb. Uh-huh. And, you know, of course, they, they were up front and they told me that told me that's what they wanted to do. And I was OK with it. And they furnished it and everything. Well, like six months into it or so they wanted out of the lease money. No, no, that's, it was making good money. They, they wanted to go invest in long-term rentals, but the way they were going to get out of it is they were going to sell the lease to someone else. Oh, and I thought they were going to sell the lease to the guy, the company that was doing the cleaning, but they actually wanted to sell it to someone else. And then the guy who was doing the cleaning would do the managing and the cleaning. It's all very, very complicated. And I, it was weird because I told them, hey, my long-term goal is I want to buy the furniture from y'all and then run the Airbnb myself. And then they still tried to to do that. I mean, they were telling me about it and stuff. But and then anyway, I was just like, no, I don't want you to. It's it's in the it's in the lease that you can't sublet it to someone else like that. So, so no, but. I will buy the furniture from you if you want to in the lease. I'll let you do that. Gotcha. So I did that. I bought the furniture and I'm running it now and I like it a lot better. That's cool. Are you doing the cleaning or do you have the the, the same cleaning person? I'm or? using the same cleaning company. That's perfect. So nice. I didn't even have to I didn't have to buy the furniture. I didn't have to set up the furniture. I didn't have to Oh, you didn't it. end up having to buy it from them? They so just I, gave I, it to you? I didn't have to. I did buy the furniture from them, but oh, what okay. I mean is, I didn't have to go out and find the furniture and put it together. And I didn't have to yeah. take the pictures. I didn't have to write the listing. I, I kind of just copied what they already had written for the listing. They nice. like did all the work for me to set it up. That's clutch. That's so good. And I think the the quality the quality guests I'm getting now. Do you hear that? Yeah. My my son is sick right now. He's got the flu. Oh, poor kid. Yeah. I think the quality guests we're getting are a lot better because we're very upfront about we live downstairs and we're the ones running it and we're the ones downstairs. So it just makes more sense. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, there's some strangers living downstairs or 
what was even worse is sometimes they didn't they didn't know anyone was downstairs. They didn't know that it was a duplex. Gotcha. And they would show up and their expectations for what they were paying for was different than what they got. Right. It makes sense. Plus, I can just go up there way more often and check on it. And we had a party up there the other day and I got to do that for free instead of having to yeah. rent out my own my own space which i had to do before i had to rent it rent it out if i wanted to use it wow well because they because they have to make their money right makes sense yeah well that's i'm finding out a lot of the furniture they bought was crap well i mean that doesn't surprise me like it's all from walmart yeah walmart i had to to replace a bunk bed and i need to replace some bar stools because they're just wobbly yeah and I got rid of, I got rid of the foosball table because it was just too loud. Yeah. And I put in like a, a little table and some board games up there for that for that little space. Nice. Yeah. And I kind of want to put in a desk or two, for people who might want to work from home up there. Idea. Yeah, because I know people have done that, and there was, you know, working at a kitchen table is just not the best. That's really cool. I'm I'm glad that you were able to yeah make that all work and i should be able to make more money this way because no one's you know trying to take a take a cut of it that's really cool yeah so i'm curious if you have been playing or have heard about playing wordle at this stage well this this relates to another topic i wanted to talk about because i got into crossword puzzles Uh uh-huh in 2020 a little bit yeah because uh, my my sister-in-law gave me the crosswords out of people magazine and then at the end of the end of 2021 i got a subscription to the new york times and yeah then whenever wordle became really popular i heard about it i told rebecca about it i played it once i was like this is really hard i'm just gonna yeah. stick with crosswords yeah that's fair and then the new york times bought it and i was like oh that's perfect because they not only have the regular crossword, they have a mini crossword, and they have some other word games like the spelling bee and some other ones. Right. So I don't know if they're going to add it to the app or not, but the app right now only has crosswords in the spelling bee, and the other ones are just on the web. Yeah, Wordle's web only currently, I think. Yeah. So you've been playing it? Yeah, so we play it pretty much every single day, me and my wife. And we have, wow, yeah, we've, so we've played 34 times. We have a 94% win rate. And Does it keep track of all that? Yeah, yeah, so after, after you do it, there's like a stat, there's like a stats button. And where does it save that information? I'm sure it's just a cookie on your phone because oh. you don't you don't have to create an account or anything. Yeah, so just, so that's, just why I was, that's why I was surprised that it kept that at all because if you just clear your browser history or you get a new phone, then yeah, it's gone. So we're we're on a 27 success streak right now. Wow! So we haven't gotten one wrong in a long time. So do y'all do it together at the same time? Yeah, How we do, do it together. You... How do you come to a consensus on what the next word should be? I wouldn't say we do. <laughs> um, it's a lot of just like, all right, this is what I think it is. This is what I think it is. All right, let's just, I don't know, let's try one of them. 
we try to we try to like somewhat agree on like what we think it should be so okay it's pretty it's pretty fun though well it's a, it's a cool little activity to do there for a while i was trying to get rebecca to do the crossword with me but she found out about the she found about she found out about the spelling bee game that's in the crosswords app and she only ever wants to play that one with me mm. and for a while we were doing that every day and it's not it's not one of those things where you win but you you try to see like how close to perfection you can get gotcha right so it it will it'll start off and it'll give you a rating based on how many words you figured out like good great you know whatever excellent Mm-hmm. And you try to get all the way to perfect, which we've never done, but we, we try to get to like the one right before perfect. Gotcha. <laughs> and basically it gives you, it's like in a hexagon configuration and it gives you like six, six letters around the edges and one letter in the middle. Uh huh. And you have to come up with as many words that are four letters or more. And it has to include the center letter. Gotcha. Okay. And every day there's at least one pangram. And so we always try to figure out what the pangram is. The pangram is a word that includes all of the letters. Oh, every letter. Okay. But it, it can include it can include them multiple times as well. That's fun. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm really into the crossword. It's I'll usually I focus on doing the Monday crosswords because those are the easiest. And I've gotten to a point now over a few months where I can I can usually get like at least three-fourths of the way done without auto-check turned on. Because they do have a feature in the app where you can just turn on auto-check. And if you get it, if you get it wrong, it's like has a red slash through it. And if you get it right, it's blue. But I usually try to not turn it on for like 30 minutes or so. Just see how far I can get. Unless it's other days of the week, sometimes I'll just start with auto check on because there's no way I'm going to be able to do a Sunday crossword. Sunday crosswords are the hardest and they're the biggest. So instead of like 15 by 15, they're like 21 by 21 or something. Oof. I was always bad at crosswords. I was always terrible at those. It's there, There's definitely stuff you figure out as, as you do them more and more. Like... There's certain there's certain answers that these words don't come up very often in normal life, but they're in crosswords all the time. Like gotcha. eel, Oreo. Well, Oreo comes up in normal life, but Oreo is in crosswords a lot because it's a five-letter word with four vowels. Gotcha. Sorry, no, it's a four-letter word with three vowels. Okay. So those like short words with a lot of vowels come up a lot because they're, I guess they're useful to like bridge other words basically. Yeah. So they're like, they're called glue. They're like crossword glue or a crossword. Each. Yeah. Another one is Eno, Brian Eno. He's a, I don't know who that is. He's like a musician. Oh, uh, okay. So nobody really knows who he is unless you do crosswords. Uh Oh, did I lose you? No. Oh, okay. Weird. And your, then, your face is all eight bit. So, <laughs> and then there's certain like the ways they ask clues, you kind of figure out over time what it means. Like if a clue is a common phrase in quotations, that means you're looking for an equivalent common phrase. Yeah. Cool. 
But yeah, I thought it'd be fun to try to do a crossword with you sometime. I, I want to find some, I like doing crosswords with people, but I don't get to do it very often. Yeah, I could, I could try one. I don't, I don't think I will be a good help for you, but I can try it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Mondays are good too, because they don't usually have any other languages because other days of the week they'll, they'll have stuff in Spanish or French or Latin. What? Who's going to know those things? Yeah, it would, it would be something like, I might say something like food in Paris. And then you're supposed to know that the answer is the French word for food. Yeah. Yeah. They're usually really, really common words. But yeah, the Latin I never know. Like in Spanish, it might be it might be like goodbye in Cancun. Is that a city in Mexico? Yes. Okay. Cancun so like goodbye, uh-huh. goodbye in Cancun could be a clue, and the answer would be adios. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, another thing I did recently is I digitized all of our photos. Oh, cool. Did you do it yourself, or did you send it no. to like a company to have them do it? No, I did not. I did not do it myself. I shipped them off to a company and I think they did a really good job. It was pretty quick. It was not, it was not cheap, but yeah, it was worth it. Got back individual JPEGs, I assume of each photo basically. Yep. Yep. And yeah, it's interesting the way you have to box it up and ship it off to them. You have to, Mm -hmm. you have to put them in, groups you have to group them by the size of the photos oh okay it's like three by fives four by sevens yeah Yeah. unless you choose the option to scan in order which is an extra cost per photo if you choose scan in order then they'll just go through and and make sure that they keep them in that order when they send them back Okay. And then there's like, there's other add-ons. Like, do you want them to rotate it? Do you want them to do any touch-ups? Do you, do you want them to scan front and back? Right. So I I did a little test by just sending off a few to see, like a, I sent off like a hundred to see if they did a good job and I liked it. So I sent off some more. Cool. Yeah. And they even scan Polaroids, but they do have a limit on how small or how big the photos can be. Like they can't Makes be smaller sense. than like two by four and they can't be bigger than eight by 10. Well, that should cover almost any photo. I mean, yeah. Anything larger than that is probably like a, yeah. I had, I had one that was larger, but it was a really weird size. It was like four by 10. Weird. No, four by 12 or something. Huh. It was really tall and skinny. It was a picture of me at a karate competition. Do you have a flatbed scanner where you could do it or do it yourself? I, I ran it through a, a scanner that like pulls it through. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. An ADF. Yeah. ADF. Yeah, sure. Automatic document feeder. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So with a lot of Rebecca's old photos, there's stuff written on the back. And so I did the, the option to, to scan front and back, but I don't, I don't know what to do <laughs> with the, the, the back. Yeah. That's going to be kind of, I just don't know what to do with it. Like, like 
What might be the best way to handle that is, is to do it as a single JPEG, like just like use Photoshop and like merge them together, like put one on top of the other. Yeah, maybe. Because then you, you, you know that they're together. I think that's the way I would do it. Maybe, but I don't, I'm not going to want to look through the photos app and see, and see it that way. Uh, I don't know. That's a pretty good idea actually. Because part of the reason she, she wanted it scanned is it has like, like her grandmother's handwriting or something. And that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That makes sense. Or just some of them, I think it's fine to, to delete if it's just like some info information about the date, you know, I can, I can just go and update the photo metadata right to that date or something. That's cool. But yeah, now I'm wondering if I should go and try to find even more photos that my parents have and try to get those scanned. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I, I went through that process with family videos, right? Yeah. I think Um, we talked about that last time. And I've debated about doing it with the photos, but the problem is, is just the quantity that my parents have. I mean, I have basically none, but my parents, you know, have, I mean, it literally may be several thousand. Yeah. Yeah. And And it's just like, I know that's going to be crazy expensive because what is it? Is it like, like 50 cents a photo or something? Probably at least. It depends on how many add-ons you do. Yeah. So, you know, you can easily rack up just like a crazy big bill, you know, doing that. So, yeah, I did get a like 25% off a coupon I used for the the second time, which was good because it was the bigger order. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Okay, so it starts at 10 cents per scan. Yeah, so 10 cents wouldn't be so bad. You're probably going to be more than that. I mean, that's pretty reasonable. Because that may be like a lower AI. Yeah. Lower quality. It is. I went up to the professional, which is 600 DPI. And that's 23. Oh, that's a super. Yeah. 600 DPI is like a super high quality scan. Yeah. Yeah, And that's 23 cents per scan. We can do 300 DPI for 18 cents. Yeah. 300 is probably fine for most things. And then you got to pay at least five dollars for the upload service. For five dollars, they'll they'll up, they'll keep it on their servers for five days for you to download. Five days, which okay. is fine as long as you just down, as long as you just download it right away. Yeah. Oh man, that was so painful. The video process is like, I had to download it from their service, and then I had to like in some instances, like, use. Adobe Premiere to like merge like different videos. Cause like, you know, sometimes there would be like weird things that happen where like they would think that one video had ended, but like there was really just something weird on the tape. And so oh. I was like having to like merge them and stuff and like make sure everything was in the right order. And then I created multiple YouTube playlists that like, so I could send it to different extended families and so that like you know different people that wanted to be able to see different things could go see it if they wanted to so yeah it was it was a painful process took a lot of effort but i think like my dad has like it's it's like one of the fate like it may be the very best gift i've ever given my dad because yeah like every time i go home my dad's like let's watch some old family videos i'm like all right cool let's do it (laughs) so 
worth worth in the end. Like, yeah. it's it's I don't know if your your parents are the same way, but I find it to be my parents feel like the hardest people to to buy a gift for on planet Earth. So yeah, <laughs> if I can get a win, I'm totally for it. No, I this Christmas I never found out what my dad wanted for Christmas, and so I was like, all right, here's what I'm gonna do. I just told my mom. Just, just on Christmas, you know, you can wrap something up or whatever and just say he's been, you know, he's, he's getting the Adam book club. And so he's getting what? Say it again. The Adam book club. Oh, okay. He's in the Adam club. Book club. Oh, book club. So every month, every month I'm sending him a random book. Oh, okay. That's cool. I like it. I like it. Because I know he likes to go to the library where they leave people donate books and leave them on the back back steps. And he'll just go and get some books and then he'll take a look at them, read them for a little bit, and then he'll go and donate them back again, see if he can pick something else out. Cool. I like that. That's that's a cool thing. Well done. <laughs> Although I for the second book I, I gave him I gave him the first book in the wheel of time. And you know, if he if he gets into it, that's a that's a big commitment. I'm I have an announcement. I'm on the last book. This is something I've been working on for wow, like years. And then it's, it's like seventeen books, right, or something like that. It's, it's fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, fourteen books. That's all. That's a lot. Fourteen books and a prequel. I haven't read the prequel yet. Actually, I could find out like when when was it that I read the first book because i want to say it was like 2015 or something i just tried to go to goodreads and it took me to earthlink.net what the heck yeah i'm not logged in forget it no i'm still gonna look i'm looking at my phone so it's eye of the world which they just came out with a new amazon show and uh, it's pretty good okay so i finished well let's see when did i start reading it six years ago Wow, that's that's quite some time. And what's amazing in the last book, because you, you know the whole time this series is leading towards a last final big battle. Right, of course. And near the end of the 14th book, there's a chapter called The Last Battle. That chapter is 200 pages long. And after that chapter... The battle's not over yet. It just keeps going with more and more chapters about the battle. <laughs> it's probably oh, like wow. it's probably like four hundred pages of the battle. Wow. And the battle just has just tons of main characters, tons of points of view. Cause I mean, the series has eighteen hundred named characters. Yeah, there's there's no way you're keeping track of all of those. No, there's, there's just no way. no way. There's an entire <laughs> book filled with names and places from the Wheel of Time. And, oh. you know, just some fans started compiling in this together while he was still writing it. And then the author liked it so much, he started contributing to that book. Feels like it should be a Wikipedia. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I've, I've often thought it would be really cool to have. There are lots of sites. There are a lot of wikis about it and like summary websites. But it's really hard to look at those without spoilers, especially the wiki sites. Right. Makes sense. The summaries, you're probably pretty safe as long as you're reading the summaries of chapters you've already read. But I just thought it would be really 
I don't know how you would do it, but I think about it all the time. How could you make a, a wiki style website that's spoiler free? And you, you just say, here's how far I've read. And then you can freely explore the whole site. Knowing yeah, I mean, I, that see seems it. that seems doable, right? It's just a lot of a lot of uh, and if statements, right? <laughs> yeah, you just I mean, you start well, with select which books you've read. All right, go done. Yeah, well, this I is think the content available. <laughs> one problem is that a lot of times when you're reading a character description, it's like the basic description of the character is as if the series you've read the whole series. So you would have yeah, to you just have different versions of the description of the character. Yeah, that's totally. That's totally doable. I know. Totally with, doable. With 1800 characters writing, like how often do you have to up the description? I guess, I don't know. I guess it's more of a massive undertaking than it is a technical problem. Yeah. I mean, definitely a large undertaking, not a technical issue though. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's got to be the reason why no one's done it. I'm so, surprised someone's compiled the list of 1800 characters at all. That, that's surprising to me. Yeah. So my strategy has just been just get through it. It's okay if I miss a bunch of stuff. Just get through it and, you know, get through it spoiler free. And then after that, then I can go explore the whole world and the wikis and the reviews cuz even some of the even some of the YouTube summary videos have spoilers for for future books because they get it confused in their head and what order things happened. Yeah. Makes sense. And then, and then I can read it again in the future if I want to, which I think I will at some point. Presumably the books are not like fully chronological. Like they probably jump around in the timeline. Some they're, they're fully chronological except for the pro the prologue is flashback sometimes. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes it slightly easier, but yeah. Yeah. I think another complication that I always get hung up on is different characters have different names sometimes, like where you find out they actually were someone else. They were just pretending to be someone else. Stuff like that gets like really complicated on a wiki. Is that a Batman logo behind you? Yeah. So that's here. I'll grab it real quick. One second. So this is the first and only painting. I have ever done myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I did this like just freehand, like kind of like looking at my cell phone and whatnot and like painting. So it was at a birthday party and this was what they wanted to do. So the other people there did something much harder and I did the Batman logo. <laughs> this is what I felt like I could do. And it's it's not perfect, but like no. people people know what it is. So I'm like, hey, it's not too bad. Like people know what it is. So I'm I'm pretty happy with that. It's definitely not symmetrical. It's well, not Yeah, I mean know. when I saw it in the background and I could only see half of it at a distance, I thought it was a perfect Batman logo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, looking at it up close, it's it's not perfect, but you know, I'm I am proud of it. I'm proud of it. So, you know, it's pretty cool. It was a fun little project i did 